point. We continue the conversation on the talking point. And like I said, shortly, uh, we'll be getting into our thinking point for this morning. Uh, and it is based off the comments and the position uh, that was taken by the SACP reiterate, reiterating its opposition to granting um, the murderer of its uh, former secretary general, general secretary, rather, uh, Chris Hani, parole, uh, Yanus Valush, taking that matter of his parole to the Constitutional Court earlier on in the week. And what he wants the Apex Court to do is to overturn uh, Justice Minister Ronald Lamola's refusal to grant him parole last year. And effectively, um, the SACP is adamant that uh, Valus has not given the whole truth in as far as the events leading up to the murder of Hani and therefore is not qualified to receive a parole. And of course, our caller Rex from Lindenburg uh, say, believes that there are much more sinister reasons behind the SACP uh, taking this particular position and that um, they, in fact, have a lot to answer to when it comes to their own role in the fight for democracy. And therefore, they too are being hypocritical. Uh, Dr. Mashilo, good morning to you and thank you so much for your time today. You and to the listeners of SAFN. I really appreciate you making time for us. And Rex, of course, you're one of our regu regular callers from Lindenburg. Rex, good morning to you. Hello, Rex. All right. I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what's happening there uh, with that line to Rex in Lindenburg. OK, I understand that we've got him back up on the line. Rex, can you hear me this time? Yes, yeah, I can hear you okay, now. fantastic. Sorry about that. I'm not sure what was no, 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 happening. No, no, no. So, uh, Rex, you, you asked, and this is me, I answered. You basically were saying on the radio earlier this week that there are lots of questions that the SACP has to answer to, and effectively, you believe that the position that they are taking on this Yanus Walus matter is quite hypocritical. I don't want to put words in your mouth. You said you wanted to ask Mr. Mashilu direct questions about the involvement of the SACP, uh, particularly when it came to the country's fight for democracy. So Mr. Mashilu is on the line. Rex, maybe let me begin by giving you an opportunity uh, to state your case and answer the question that you wanted Mr. Mashilu to answer, but we'll do one question at a time, okay? Okay, 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 okay. for starters, my, my vision for the future of this country, for the future of the world, is a democratic system with a free market economy with sustainable socialist changes um, caused with programs. You have to have money to, to, to keep them sustainable. You want free education, you want free medical, you want better training, you want all these advantages that come that you have to it has to be paid for. So you have to have a democracy with a free market economy with sustainable, whether you like it or not. That's the way the world's got to go. Okay. Now, when it comes to this to, to, to this business about the Communist Party, I got hold of Bladen Zamondi, maybe t at, at, at um, Timbadita's time. I questioned him three or four times on the radio. The last time I got hold of him on the radio, he took my ID number. I never got hold of him again. I'd hold on, hold on, and then get cut off. I got hold of Cronin. I got hold of Professor Gavin Pillay. I got hold of another white woman that was locked up. I've forgotten what her name is. Um, the other day, about a week, about, about three weeks ago, 
you, you, you introduced the Communist Party. They were late for the call, and I spoke first. And I gave you the same sort of story. The Communist, I, f- I forgot what his name was. He spoke about Western propaganda. He never answered any of the questions. Now, it is, not, it is just not acceptable in the 21st century that the communists can piggyback the ANC into power. They can have all the privileges of living in a democracy. Freedom of speech, freedom of the press, independent judiciary, strong opposition, and they, and, they, and, they, and, they, and they oppose the ANC whenever they feel like it. And they don't take responsibility for their methods. Now, those necklace murders that I specifically want to question, those necklace murders were typical, typical communist strategy. And if you go back 100 years and look at the communist track record in, in governance, look at their methods, look at their record on, on human rights. What a lot of wannabe comrades out there don't realize is that the communists had a far, far worse track record on, on, on human rights than apartheid ever did. But a lot of communists, because, and, and, and people don't know the history of the communist track record because the communists will never, will never talk about it. All right. Rex, so what specific questions did you want uh, Mr. Mashilu to answer? It's the same question I've asked Bladen Zamandi, going back to Timothy to, to Tim Adisa's show. I want, them to take, I want them to take responsibility for those necklace murders. They were fighting against white oppression. They didn't necklace white people. They necklace men, women, and children. They necklace the school kid in the Eastern Cape for writing his matric exams. Now, we all know who Hector Peterson was. Right, so if they, if we've had 20 years of cater deployment, so we know who the caters are. If you know who the caters are, you know who ran the street committees. All you've got to do there is, is just jive your, 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 your street committees at that time with the police records, and you can get now, if they had enough information to necklace a school kid for writing his matric exams, they should have at least known what his name was. Okay. Dr. Mashilu? Thank you, Kathy, and uh, thank you, Rex. Uh, I was listening to you on Wednesday morning when you called this show. I sent uh, a text message to say that we are here and we would like to respond to you. And how you opened your conversation today, clearly you have a political and economic ideology of free market and you are opposed to communism or to the struggles led by the Communist Party. Basically, that is what I identify to be your primary problem. But before I address that, I am going to just return to the reason that made you make that call. Because we were coming from the Constitutional Court on Tuesday, where we expressed our opposition to parole for the assassin of Chris Hani. His name is Janusz Walus. He came from Poland. He arrived in South Africa a young man. And very quickly, there was a transition, making him a South African resident and a South African citizen in a very short space of time. He committed that murder on 10th April, 1993, taking the life of Chris Hani, not only a leader and member of the Communist Party, but also a husband of Dimpo Hani and a father of children. Since that time, Dimpo Hani did not have a husband and her children did not have a father. In fact, one of the children uh, attempted to commit suicide and she had to go to undergo counseling for six years at the end of which 
she died. The murder weapon that Janusz Walus killed, used to kill Chris Hani, was taken from military armory during apartheid. Up to today, Janusz Walus cannot disclose who took the gun for him from the military armory. There was a silencer supplied and tested on that it was used to commit the cold blood assassination. Up to today, Janusz Walus did not disclose who supplied that sensor, why was that silencer, who supplied that silencer, where was that silencer tested, and why was that silencer tested on that gun? There was a list of people, Nelson Mandela, McMaharaj, several others who were on that list. Chris Hani was number three, and the focus was on eliminating him. That's why they were arrested. The reason why we are opposed to Yanuz Walu's granted parole is that this case has not resulted in a situation where justice completely takes its course because of these other facts that I have mentioned. Clearly, there were other people involved in the chain of events leading to the assassination, and I gave two examples. And this is one reason why we say the Krishani family, the South African Communist Party, and the liberation movement of which the Communist Party was a leading component have not realized justice in this case. When we say so, it is not because we are hypocritical. Now let me address your other allegations with due respect. Dr. Mashilu, before you continue, I think that's the perfect moment for me to interject. I'll give you a chance to continue. It's 9.30. Let me head over to the news desk for the latest news headlines. Stay safe on the roads. SFM is with you. We continue the conversation on the talking point today and uh, in a moment I'll allow our listeners to also be part of the conversation uh, that is taking place for our thinking point today. The number to dial 011-714-2006 on the WhatsApp line 0614-104-107 and on Twitter it's at SFM Radio, the hashtag SFM uh, talking point. We've got Dr. Alex Mashilo on the line. He's the National spokesperson for the SACP. He's specifically responding to questions that our listener in Leidenberg, Rex, specifically had about the role of accountability of the SACP when it came uh, to how it, the kind of methods it engaged in when it came to the fight for democracy and basically uh, saying that there was a level of hypocrisy when it came to why the SACP did not want young Valus to be released on parole. Dr. Mashilu, here's your chance to continue. Thank you very much. Just to continue from where I left, we do not regret to have formed part and played a leading role in the struggle to bring about democracy in this country. In the first place, it was against the establishment of what Rex says, I will only focus on one part and leave the other part. 
that is democracy in South Africa, that Yanus Walus life the bluest, and whoever took the murder weapon for them from military armory and participated in moving it from a set of hands to hands until they used it to commit the assassination opposed. They were opposing the establishment of democracy in this country. So it is a fact that the SACP was one of the leading components to bring about democracy in South Africa. And after bringing about democracy in South Africa, we established the Truth and Reconciliation Commission. At the Truth and Reconciliation Commission, Yanus Walus and Clive de Blues applied for amnesty. One condition for uh, receiving amnesty was that you must make full disclosure of the truth. They were denied amnesty because they did not meet that condition, because they did not make full disclosure of the truth. If Rex is quite uh, upbeat about the untested allegations that he is raising, firstly, there was a, the Truth and Reconciliation Commission that was open to all members of the public. He should have gone there to make a presentation like the Hani family and the SACP went to the commission to make a presentation against amnesty for the assassins who were unrepentant, who did not make full disclosure of the truth. Secondly, because we establish a democracy here and our constitution has specific institutions dealing with specific matters, RECs from 1994 had all the rights to approach a court of law like we did for his allegations to be tested. So the allegations he put forward are untested allegations and there is just no way this show will help him. If he is really interested in democracy, he has to peruse our constitution and the process we followed since 1994 and approach the democratic institutions and organs of states like the court. The reason why we went to the court to oppose parole for Yanus Walus is because we are participating within the framework of our democracy. And the reason why we called to say we want to respond to him is because in terms of the Constitution, we have the right to exchange our ideas. And in fact, Rex would know that all these things that he speaks about, the Communist Party in South Africa was the first to be denied all these freedoms that he mentioned, the freedom of speech, all other freedoms we were banned in this country and denied our political rights. Right. It was us who had to stand up to fight against that unless we want to produce evidence that, in fact, in line with his vision, he brought about democracy in this country. Our evidence is quite well known that it is us working together with our allies who brought about democracy All in right. this country. All right, Mr. Mashelu, I'm going to ask you to pause it there. Rex, let me give you a chance to come in. Kelly, <laughs> the communists on this. Rex, sorry, sorry, we're losing, we're, we're losing you there a bit. The, the communists are never going to take responsibility for those matters murders. 
and those Nexus murders were typical, typical communist strategy. I've been in Tibet, I've been in China, I've been in Ethiopia, and I've been to the killing fields of Cambodia. I know a lot about communists, but I know a lot about their methods. Red Ronnie Castles comes on this radio station and laughs and jokes about being called a terrorist. He knows exactly why they were called terrorists. They've always murdered unarmed civilians. They've always they had a fetish for murdering teachers, academics, people like yourself, and people like the doctor. They, 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 they've, they've murdered around about 100 to 150 million unarmed civilians all over the world. They've never established a democracy in one country that they've controlled, not one. And you can go on the Internet and look at the Democracy Index, and you can look at all those communist countries, ex-communist countries. Cambodia, Vietnam, that, that, there's, there's no way that, that they are communists. But and the problem is that every, every, time you have a negoti- every time you have a discussion with the ANC, you've always got this Marxist ideology in the background. And that is, what, that, that is what is holding this country back in the dark ages. You cannot come to any rational decision. Can, can, I, can I talk about land reform? And, and, and if, so, if sorry, government... Rex, just before you go on, just before you go on, there was a... There was a, 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 a a question that was asked by Dr. Mashilu about why it is that if these allegations are founded, why it is that you have not sought to hold the SACP accountable through the justice systems of this country? Well, I've been phoning into the radio since Tim Medici's Okay. So, so that I mean, has I mean, been, as, yeah. as, 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 as for Jonas Wallace, you know, the, the communist subject has to be topical. And then I can phone in. You can't just phone in the new day of the week. So, when, so that gave me an opportunity to phone in. But now he's not a conservative party. He's not a member of the Nationalist Party. We never took part in that negotiation process. They, they boycotted. Oh, Rex, I, I don't no, know. I don't know if you're walking Darby around. Lewis. Rex, j- just hang on. We keep losing you uh, on the line, so I, I'm not able. I'm not sure if if you're able yeah. just I'm to sitting around find. Yeah, I'm yeah. Sitting around okay. All right. Okay. Now, he's suggesting that Darby Lewis, who's a member of the Conservative Party, who are not part of the negotiations, they, they, they boycotted the negotiations. He's telling us that Darby Lewis conspired with somebody in the ANC. If he thinks it's in Becky, then he must say so. But now he's telling us that Darby Lewis, a member of the Conservative Party, who refused to talk to the ANC, now conspired with the ANC. To, they, they, it's, it's a conspiracy theory, and it's an excuse to keep Jonas Wallace in prison. Now, Jonas Wallace has spent 30 years there. Now, the court, as far as I know, the, the courts granted him in parole, but the minister refuses to sign it because of some conspiracy theory that the communists have thought of. And then I asked them about their track record in human rights. No communists will come on, on radio and discuss their own track record on human rights, their own track record in government. They okay. won't do it. Doctor, in fact, in yeah. fact you, 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 get, you, you get any communist to come and explain those lectures, murders, explain their communist track record in Cambodia and all that as well documented, and I will send you a big bunch, a big bunch of flowers, chocolates, the whole treat. Well, Rex, you're not going you anywhere. You're still on the line. Dr. Mashilu, uh, perhaps address the issues that Rex, Rex is asking more specifically, particularly when it comes to the track record of the Communist Party like he's raising in various countries. Uh, Kathy, I don't want us to allow Rex to make allegations and we do not respond to those allegations. Because if we do not respond to those allegations, they could be taken as the truth. Firstly, I never mentioned the Conservative Party. It is him who did so. Secondly, I never implicated an ANC member or leader. It is him who mentioned that. Let me repeat. Someone took the murder weapon from the military armory under apartheid. That weapon was moved from a set of one hand to the next. 
until it was used by Janusz Walus to pull the trigger, taking the life of Chris Honey. We want to know the names of everybody who was involved in the chain of events leading to the assassination of Chris Honey, starting with the person who took the murder weapon from military armory. That is quite clear. We want to know that. And we are talking about South Africa here. I have now uh, to tend to our track record. It is the Communist Party in South Africa working together with its alliance partners, supported by the mass democratic movements and other democratic South Africans that brought about this democracy that Rex enjoys today. That is our track record. If he wants to talk about murders in other countries, I will say Rex, you must follow the millions of people killed by the capitalist United. You know how many people were killed in the Congo War? Conservative estimates are telling us about 5 million. That war was not a war caused and driven by communists. Do you know how many people were killed in Libya? That war was, do you know how many people were killed in Iraq? Do you know how many people were killed in Afghanistan? Do you know how many people were killed during the Second World War? Do you know how many people were killed during the First War? All those wars were driven by capitalist powers. If you count, if you conduct a head count of people who were killed by the capitalist system through war and through negligence at the workplace, including negligence of occupational health and safety in the South African mines erects, you will come to the truth that the capitalist system has wiped out many people on earth and through its patterns of production and consumption, it is today imposing a threat to the rest of humanity and life on earth through environmental degradation and global warming. That is not caused by communism. It is a result of the capitalist mode of production. And if you want to share with us articles written by this or that individual, you are free to do so. Please share the articles, provided we will propose you do so on articles that are peer-reviewed so that we can look at them, we can exchange literature and take this democracy forward, deepen, grow it, and take it to new heights. All right. Dr. Mashilu, we're going okay, to okay. have to Hello. leave it there. Hello. Rex, Hello. yes, Rex, I know you want to come in. I'm going to ask you to do that. I also want to give uh, our callers a chance to come in. I've got lots of them lined up that want to uh, weigh into this conversation. Rex, go for it. Okay, um, if, if, to, to understand where Chris Harney is coming from, you must go back to after the First World War. People in the free world, people in the free world realized that there was something seriously wrong with capitalism. They started looking for alternatives, and communism was the one that carried the day. After the Second World War, a lot of people from the Western world, from Russia, from all over the place, I mean from, from America, went to Russia to build this new society, this new to utopian society. Then you had a lot of disinformation from both sides. You had, you had the arms race, you had the, the, the space race, um, and there was a lot of disinformation coming from both sides. Then Sols and Nitsen, who spent 10 years in the Gulag, came out and he wrote a book called The Gulag. And that was when we first started seeing firsthand what was happening behind the Iron Curtain. And when the communists, when, it, when the Berlin Wall came down, we were all surprised at how, how, how easily it did collapse and how quickly 
everybody by surprise. The thing that caught me by surprise is that communism turned out to be a lot worse than we thought it was. Because I remember listening to Magnus Milan and his total onslaught stories series, and it was a bit of a giggle. We, we never took it seriously. Then we, we saw those BBC documentaries on, 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 the, on, the, on the orphanages in Romania and the orphanages in China, and realized that communism was far, far worse than we ever dreamt that it was. All right. And Rex, now they won't talk, they won't talk about that. They won't take responsibility. Okay, Dr. Rex, I'm going to I'm going point. to ask I'm going Dr. to ask both point, of please. you to to stay on the line, Dr. Mashilu. Very quickly, you're not going to go off the line because I think uh, some of our listeners would also want to engage either of you, uh, Dr. Mashilu. Yes, go ahead. Yeah, you see, Rex, we established democracy. We were not working alone. Indeed, we were working with the ANC, the United Democratic Front, civil organisations. Oh, Dr. Mashilu, I'm not sure what's happening with that line, but we keep losing him there. Lebo, maybe if you can just uh, just try and see what's happening with that particular line with uh, Dr. Mashilu. Let me go to the phone lines in Pretoria East. Lucky, good morning. Thank you, Katie. <laughs> it, it, it is a very important discussion that these gentlemen are having, but the way in which it was phrased from the beginning, uh, makes a very important discussion to take a different turn, which ordinarily does not lead to where people would want to, to hear things going to. Mm. The issue that I would want to raise, uh, and I am an ANC member, I must declare, declare up front, is directed to uh, uh, Dr. Mashilu. Uh, yes. Uh, Lucky, yeah. j- j- just, just, I'm, I'm going to ask you just to hang on with that because I want to make sure that uh, Dr. Mashilu will be able to hear whatever it is that, that you have to say. And we've been struggling with uh, with his line a bit. I'm not sure what is, is happening with that line. Uh, Labo is just trying to indicate to me whether or not we've got him back on the line. All right, Dr. Mashilu is back on the line. Lucky, you can go for it. Yes. Thank you. Uh, the, first, the, the, the first issue that I would want to raise with Dr. Mashilu, just to get his, his, his perspective, so that wherever I, I go, if I come across a question like that, I should be able to answer it, is the question of law versus politics. The parole of Janusualu, in my understanding, is a matter of law, not a matter of politics. I don't know whether uh, the expectation would be that should the courts as I've heard in other instances, should the courts rule in favor of Janus Walus, uh, then we'll be given an impression that uh, the, 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 the judiciary is captured and as a result they ruled in a manner that they did, or is it going to be accepted that at a political level, we want different views around the matter, mm. but legally, legally, the courts have to take an independent decision which is based on law, okay. not, not, not on political expediency. For instance, uh, the, 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 the second question is, is a comparison between Janice Walloon and, and Eugene de Kock. Our very government, my government, the government of the ANC, uh, gave Eugene de Kock parole. And uh, further than that, they are paying for his uh, uh, upkeep and in a place which we, we don't know. What are the discussions at the level of... Uh, the, the, the tripartite uh, uh, secretariat in terms of whether it is a, a correct thing for the government to be looking after somebody who has done worse, probably worse than Yanis Walus, but we are looking after him. 
we gave him a parole. Nobody had an issue with that. All right. It's all fine. Okay, I, I Lucky. Have his opinion. All right. Thanks for that, Lucky. Uh, let me go to Butana in Rosebank. Ndati Butana, good morning. Oh, Kathy, thank <laughs> you very much. Thank you very much. Let me start with Dr. Dev. Uh, doctor, you are barking a wrong tree. You are barking a wrong tree. Go to a classified information that is kept by glorious movement. You are in partnership with them. You'll get the whole detail how Chris Honey was killed. Let me go to Rex. Rex, we are not going to lecture us about democracy. Even that necklace, necklace started in flag plus. Apartheid people were prying people there. We are the last person. We are the offspring of the apartheid. You benefited from the apartheid, and that is it. Ndatebutana, is that all you have to say? That's all I have to say to them. All right, okay. Thank you very much, Kathy. Okay, all right. I'll, 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 of course, I'm going to give, I'm going to give Dr. Mashili an opportunity to respond because all of the questions have really I'll been in, in, in his direction. What I'm going to do first, we're going to take a quick break. That's coming up. I'll go back to the phone lines and then I'll give uh, Dr. Mashili and Rex a chance to come in. SAFM. We continue the conversation on the talking point. Let me go straight to the phone lines and take uh, Sig in Randburg. Sig, good morning. Good morning. Thank you so much. I'm a a great fan of Chris Harney by virtue of what I heard subsequently about him. I would have thought he would have ended up a bit like Joe Slover. Uh, I hear a dog barking. Is that you? <laughs> no, that, that's you, Sig. That's you. <laughs> Good gracious. Uh, 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 well, look, I hope it's gone now. Uh, uh, I, I had. A, uh, uh, I, I was very fond of Chris Harney after reading about him. And I thought he would have ended up like Joe Slobo, not espousing communism of the kind that uh, motivated young Zimbalus to, to commit murder. Uh, oh, assassinations of the type which is now very frequent under the new South Africa. And uh, we don't want those kind of things happening at all. Uh, we want human rights and justice and, and, and democracy. And, and unfortunately, Dr. Mashilo is not in favor of human rights. He's just proved it himself by uh, denying Valush after 29 years, he denies him his freedom. Uh, when this young man, he was very young, which should be taken into account too, and he grew up under communism as a horrific uh, business. That they built walls to, to keep people from freedom. And, and, and this Mashilo is trying to uh, propagate that in South Africa now uh, by, by denying uh, Janusz Wallach human rights after 29 years. Nobody, nobody is kept in prison other than uh, Janusz Wallach by, by communist uh, terrorism in South Africa. It cannot be permitted. Okay. They were, uh, uh, the people who commit triple murders for rape purposes uh, are let out after 15 years. 
They are sentenced to only 15 years under our uh, communists, and we cannot let this happen. We want human rights, and Dr. Moshilo should go to jail instead. Thanks okay. very much. All right, Sig, let's leave it there. Philip in Mpumalanga, good morning. Good morning. I think we must go back to history. We must look at Trisani. He was just a very charismatic leader, and he was a very good leader, which was supported by most of the black people in South Africa without them being communists. And that wasn't acceptable for the people who, who initiated this uh, dispensation, and especially the Americans and the British. And they had to get rid of uh, Hardy. And they, uh, because then Mandela wouldn't have become president. So they used a gullible fool like uh, Janis Wallace. He was a very right winger, and he was taken, his uh, things were taken out of religion, the Bible, that type of stuff. So he was used. He doesn't know who did it. We have to ask the clerk, he's dead. We have to ask the worker, he's dead. So we, who is there that we can ask? I think Jambegian Zuma and the other leaders has to explain to us. But they will never give the answer from the honest Wallace because he was the gullible fool. And that's very true. Uh, who gave him the weapon? Who organized this? We don't know. And we will never know. Thank okay. you very much. All right, Philip. Thanks for that view. Tapelo in Bethlehem. Good morning. Yes, ma'am. Uh, what I, I wanted to comment about this issue of Chris uh, Hani. Um, for me, uh, like I, I, I'm a communist, I'm a communist. But as a communist, we need to put emotions aside. We know that the vehicle we are, uh, uh, the, the government vehicle we are using, is a wrong vehicle, because now we are pursuing what you call a constitutional supremacy, and the constitution that we have is a liberal constitution. I think if we are in a situation where we have. Um, like in the past, had a, a parliamentary democracy, but that is limited in terms of uh, its powers, so that it cannot become authoritarian or dictatorial. Uh, we might speak something, but uh, the issue of uh, having uh, uh, this racist that is in prison, that is hiding the information from not going out, uh, it's not going to happen. Sooner or later, it's going to, uh, we're going to find ourselves uh, having uh, the men on, uh, on the street without uh, knowing the, the full information as to what happened. Uh, having said that, but also uh, as communists, uh, we are now feeling if we are to be the real record uh, uh, of the working class. Because now uh, we have been co-opted uh, to liberalism that is uh, in a situation where we find ourselves uh, pursuing an exclusion of people above 35 uh, uh, from uh, the workplace uh, uh, and allowing uh, the, the what you call an economy for the peers only. That is uh, allowing the, the under 35 only. And we find ourselves, uh, our people, having uh, to uh, uh, subject themselves into slavery labor conditions. Okay. So that's it, yeah. All right, all right. Tapelo, thanks for that. Tapelo out in Bethlehem. All right, Rex, let me come back to you and give you a chance to give me your parting shot, and then we'll end off with Dr. Mashilu. Uh, Rex? Okay, thanks very much. 
Um, the French had a saying that if you're not a communist at 20, you don't have a soul. Because in those days, people, a lot of people bought into this idea. Then, the, 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 then they said, if you're still a communist at 40, you don't have a brain. Now, it was a viable solution at that time. It was a European experiment. That's all it was. It was a European experiment that went horribly wrong. There are no checks and balances in the system. And that is why it went horribly wrong. The, 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 the Soviet Union collapsed. Not because they were invaded or because they had a plague of locusts locus or, or a flood or something. It collapsed. The whole thing ground into the ground. Mm. It didn't work. Okay. That's your final word then, Rex, on the matter. <clears throat> well, we can sit, you know, I can sit here and ask the communists all day, questions all day on their track record, and they will never answer them. Okay. They, they refuse to acknowledge their own track record on human rights. They refuse to acknowledge their own track record. If you, if you, if you go on the Internet and look up the, 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 the um, Democracy Index, you can look at all those countries, not one of them. The communists never established one democracy in any country that they controlled, and yet they come here and they never stop talking about democracy as if they invented it. Okay, Okay. Let's leave it there. Let's leave Thanks it there. Dr. Mashilo? Uh, just before, just before Greg, uh, uh, Rex leaves, uh, okay. just on a lighter note. Yes. Greg, are you saying you're calling from Leidenberg? Yes, yeah. Yeah, Leidenberg. Uh, the, Mashilo, the Mashilo people were removed forcefully there by the colonialists. We filed a restitution of that land. It is coming back to us. And uh, I will call you and give you a feedback. The process is at an advantage. Can I, can I reply to this? Can, can I reply and, to this? Uh, can I just then deal with these other questions? No, I have to let Rex come in. I have to let Rex come in. Yes, Rex. <laughs> If you want to know.